Eddie would do all that work, learning how to spell all those words for nothing more than having Miss Dietz pin a ridiculous little paper star on his shirt. Then one day Miss Dietz made her fateful error. Now, pupils, she announced, I think it important for all young ladies and gentlemen to be able to speak in front of groups. So for the next few weeks, we're going to have show and tell. Each day, one of you will bring one of your more interesting possessions to school, show it to the class, and then tell us all about it. Doesn't that sound like fun? Three-fourths of the class, including myself, cringed in horror. We didn't own any possessions, let alone interesting ones. Miss Dietz looked at me and smiled. Patrick, would you like to be first? I put on my thoughtful expression, as though mentally sorting through all my fascinating possessions to select just the one with which to enthrall the class. My insides, though, churned in terror and embarrassment. What could I possibly bring to show and tell? The only thing that came to mind was the family post-hole digger. I imagined myself standing up in front of the class and saying, This is my post-hole digger. I dig post-holes with it. No, Miss Dietz probably had a longer speech in mind. I glanced around the room. Several hands of the rich kids from town were waving frantically for attention. Um, I need more time. I told Miss Dietz. Like about fifteen years, I thought, but I didn't tell her that. All right then, Lester, Miss Dietz said to one of the rich kids, you may be first. The next day, Lester brought his stamp collection to show and tell and held forth on it for about an hour. An enterprising person could have cut the tedium into blocks and sold it for ice but Miss Dietz didn't seem to notice. That's wonderful, Lester, she cried. Oh, I do think stamp collecting is such a rewarding hobby. Thank you very much, Lester, for such a fine and educational presentation. Would you like to clean the blackboard erasers during recess? I glanced at Crazy Eddie. He was yawning. Eddie had a habit of yawning to conceal his occasional moments of maniacal rage. Good, I thought. At recess, Eddie refused to play. He stood with his hands jammed in his pockets, watching Lester on the third-grade fire escape, smugly pounding the blackboard erasers together. Did you ever see anything more boring than that stupid stamp collection of Lester's? He said to me. I think I did once, I said. But it was so boring, I forget what it was. I've got to come up with something for show and tell. Something really good, Eddie said. What do you think about a post hole digger? Lester's stamp collection, however, was merely the beginning of a competition that was to escalate daily as each succeeding rich kid tried to top the one before.
There were coin collections, doll collections, baseball card collections, model airplanes powered by their own little engines, electric trains that could chew your heart out just looking at them, and on and on until we had exhausted the supply of rich kids in class. We were now down to us country kids, among whom there were no volunteers for show and tell. Miss Dietz thought we were merely shy. She didn't realize we had nothing to show and tell about. Rudy Griddle, ordered by Miss Dietz to be the first one of us to make a presentation, shuffled to the front of the class, his violent shaking surrounding him with a mist of cold sweat. He opened a battered cigar box and tilted it up so we could see the contents. This here's my collection of cigarette butts, he said. I pick them up along the road. You'll notice there ain't any shorter than an inch. If they's an inch or longer, they's keepers. Some folks...